Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Monday, August 2nd, 2021. Topics on today's episode include predicting mortgage rates, my interview with Origins' Ken Burns and Sarah Ledbetter on mortgage CRM and marketing automation best practices, and Federal Reserve Asset Purchase Tapering Talk. Thanks to this week's podcast sponsor, Origins. Origins provides integrated origination technology solutions that transform the lending experience. Their end-to-end digital mortgage platform covers the entire lending lifecycle, from application to closing, giving lenders the ability to replace their traditional mortgage stack with a single modern platform. Or, use the modular capabilities of the platform to integrate Origins anywhere in your tech stack, wherever you need to make the biggest impact on your lending. With origination, processing, underwriting, closing, funding, and delivery under one innovative platform, lenders can achieve big results in less time and at a lower cost with Origins. Who predicted that we'd be at 1.22% on the 10-year yield to start August? And 30-year fixed mortgage rates still chopping around in the high 2% area? Or that the FHA would announce another extension of its moratorium on evictions for foreclosed borrowers and their occupants? Predictions are rough and often forgotten. But numbers are interesting things. Whatever you do, always give 100%. Unless you're donating blood. (laughs) We're in an industry determined by numbers. Interesting times in debt markets. Apple just issued 40-year debt at 0.92% above comparable U.S. risk-free treasury yields. Mortgage rates, of course, are determined in part by the risk of prepayment and the risk of default. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome on Sarah Ledbetter and Ken Burns. Sarah Ledbetter is a senior sales executive at Origins, helping financial institutions deepen their relationships with their customers by utilizing automated marketing technology and strategies. With over 10 years' experience in banking, Sarah has expertise in delivering a variety of professional services to financial institutions, including automated marketing, mortgage wholesale and fulfillment, title insurance, environmental site assessments, and appraisal management. When it comes to Ken, with 30 years of experience in the financial services industry, his focus with Origins is on providing automated marketing programs and services to the financial industry. Ken is a seasoned financial services industry executive with vast experience and expertise in CRM and marketing automation. His career includes successfully serving as CEO for three large financial institutions, Bay Federal, Tech Credit Union, and Patelco. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining me today. Ken, I wanted to start with you. There are many descriptions of what CRM incorporates. Can you provide us an overview? Yes. At its core, CRM or customer relationship management allows a company to manage the interactions and relationships that drive success. It can offer a turnkey solution to better organize and segment contacts, automate everyday tasks, and analyze performance. Uh, It certainly has migrated over time. So today it is much more of a CRM marketing automation and business intelligence that uh, we're looking for. It's a combination of people, process, technologies that allow companies to manage and analyze that customer data and the interactions throughout the customer life cycle. The goal is to attract, grow, and retain business with customers while improving the efficiencies and profitability of the organization. So in the mortgage world, 
it really boils down to being about lead generation and closing more loans. Sarah. Yeah, actually, Robbie, in a nutshell, a CRM is imperative to help your loan officers plan their day. A good CRM will let them know who to call, when to call, and what to say. And if you find a CRM that combines automated marketing, it will do a lot of the work for them. So when a mortgage lender invests in CRM, what type of returns or efficiencies should they expect? What type of gains should they look for? Today, we have industry-specific CRMs that are designed with the necessary tool sets unique to navigating a particular uh, business like mortgage lending. A well-selected CRM will include marketing automation, business intelligence, as I mentioned earlier, delivering a solid ROI and, and process efficiencies. Many mortgage lenders experience funding ratios of only about 50% or less when we consider incomplete applications, pre-approvals that are lost to another lender, as well as denials. By engaging the borrower with automated marketing, such as loan status updates and automated emails, SMS, video, chat, direct mail, it's not uncommon to see the funding percentages increase by 10% or more. So if a lender is currently funding 500 million in mortgages a year, let's say, uh, at a 50% pull through, the full potential is a billion if you could hit that bogey at 100%, which of course we don't. Providing a 10% increase though would generate 100 million in additional loan closings. And let's just assume all of that is being sold into the secondary market, uh, assuming a 3% fee from origination and servicing, Net income is increased by $3 million, so uh, it's not insignificant in terms of the opportunity that's there to drive additional business. Finally, look for gains in customer satisfaction scores, repeat business, and increased service capabilities from things like reduced call volumes. Uh, when we're keeping those, those borrowers engaged and informed, the uh, the operational impact is minimized and obviously creates greater efficiencies as well. Sarah, what are the best practices in implementing and executing a mortgage CRM and marketing automation strategy? Well, that's a multi-factor answer. So let me see if I can make this as succinct as possible. So purchasing, I think, finding out who you're going to purchase your platform through is, is going to be the most critical factor. Um, and I would suggest that you found a platform specifically that designed for the mortgage industry. Understanding your business model and providing best practices and specific case studies for you to review is critical. Secondly, and equally as important, is to find a platform that includes a dedicated implementation specialist who will project plan and run your implementation Critical success factors and deliverables, along with a general scope statement, should be included and tailored specifically for your goals and resources. Thirdly, looking for a CRM solution that provides ongoing support and training for your staff. Keeping your staff updated with resources and periodic account reviews will ensure that your CRM is performing optimally. And then I think lastly, purchase a CRM that includes trigger-based automated marketing, as Ken and I have both alluded to. Not only will you need a CRM that can ingest your data, but you'll need one that automatically updates your borrower, your realtor, and even your loan officer as the mortgage loan moves through its milestones. In addition to tracking and updating abandoned applications, 
pre-qualified borrowers, and even post-closed communications. I think all of those are critical factors. Well, Sarah, you talk about how important all these things are. So your origins marketing and CRM platform was built specifically for lenders. How does it create value that other platforms can't provide and people can actually make these decisions about which platform is best for them? Uh, That's a great question. Thank you for that. And I'll start out by saying that I'm sure none of the mortgage lenders on the call have had a borrower get a new credit card during the mortgage process, right? Origin CRM provides an enterprise platform that can connect with your other systems. So connectivity to a consumer LOS, core banking data, and servicing data is critical for succinct marketing and success. Your loan officer attends an open house, boom, he can upload the spreadsheet and easily and effectively set up automated marketing to stay in contact with potential borrowers. And then on the leading edge of technology, Origin CRM is embedded with business intelligence. It includes role and permission-based pre-populated reports to provide pipeline management and insight to loan officers, the managers, and especially the C-suite. Ken, I wanted to close with you. How do companies avoid the challenges of multiple data sources not connected as a single source of truth, if you will? Yeah, that that is also a very good question. Um, Successfully combining sources is absolutely necessary to get the most value from your CRM and business intelligence. Uh, The holy grail, as we know, really is one source of truth. Sarah mentioned having connectivity to your mortgage LOS, core banking, et cetera. Uh, Make sure your mortgage CRM solution provider understands your business and can assist in um, direct integrations with credit bureaus, data providers. If your organization has developed a data warehouse or data lake uh, that's receiving continuous updates to your key systems, uh, that's a huge plus and you've completed much of the heavy lifting. Uh, but it's it's an ongoing iterative process. But if you built that in the cloud, uh, even better, in my opinion. Naturally, data validation is a critical step uh, in this process as well, and is ensuring the CRM provider has incorporated, you want to ensure that the provider has incorporated deduplication and phonetic matching functionality that can differentiate between similar account data and whether it belongs to a unique customer. Ideally, there'll be a unique identifier assigned to the borrower or the customer that can really assist in that sort of thing. So these are some of the tips I would provide and recognizing that it it always is a challenge, but it's worth the effort because of the data analytics and the ability to really deliver timely, relevant, offerings and services uh, to those borrowers that are based on accurate information. Thank you very much for that. And thanks for coming on and talking to me. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Robbie, thank you so much today. We really appreciate you. What is the narrative we want to push about the economy and its impact on the bond market? Are we going to have new variants of COVID for the rest of our lives? Recent economic data highlights that demand continues to exceed supply in many areas of the U.S. economy, and that policymakers are divided on what actions are needed to return things to normal. During the last cycle, policymakers couldn't explain why inflation was so low despite the lowest unemployment rate in decades. 
And now they struggle with understanding the current situation where there is still slack in the labor market and inflation that may or may not be on a tear. Mortgage rates remain low as the calendar inches closer to the start of school and the full expiration of enhanced jobless benefits. U.S. economic output measured by GDP has officially surpassed pre-pandemic levels, but it is still somehow missing expectations due to a decline in government spending and supply chain bottlenecks that have depleted inventories. To close last week, we saw that June personal income and spending both increased more than expected, while employment costs showed a smaller than expected increase for the second quarter. The PCE year-over-year inflation figure came in at 3.5% for June, which is the largest annual gain since 1991. The University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey posted the second-highest pandemic-era reading, while the Chicago PMI approached its high from May. The Federal Open Market Committee did not make any major policy changes following last week's meeting, and Chair Powell identified multiple views as to when the committee should begin to reduce the Fed's balance sheet at his press conference following the meeting. We did have some taper talk in the form of St. Louis Fed President Bullard saying markets are very well prepared for the central bank to start paring back asset purchases in the fall. He added that he'd like to see the asset purchases program ended by the first quarter of next year which is faster than has been suggested by other Fed officials. Economists expect the committee will announce a tapering formally by December and start the taper in early 2022. In the meantime, the utilization of the Fed's reverse repurchase facility, meant to lend short-term capital during cash flow issues, exceeded $1 trillion for the first time. The August economic calendar kicks off this week with the usual early month releases before concluding with the July employment report on Friday that will show how the labor market is healing. Today brings final July manufacturing PMIs from market and ISM, as well as June construction spending. With regards to MBS, the desk will purchase $4.9 billion per day on average this week, including $5.2 billion of 30-year 2% and 2.5% today, while July agency prepayments will be released after the close on Thursday. We begin the week with agency MBS prices up slightly, and the 10-year yielding 1.22 after rallying to close last week at 1.24%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Students in an advanced biology class were taking their midterm exam. The last question was, name seven advantages of mother's milk. One student, in particular, was hard put to think of seven advantages. However, he wrote, It is perfect formula for the child. It provides immunity against several diseases. It is always the right temperature. It is inexpensive. It bonds the child to the mother and vice versa and it is always available as needed. It's kind of a weird joke. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Origins. With the Origins Mortgage Platform, you can offer your borrowers and loan officers a truly modern mortgage lending experience. Discover the mortgage platform designed to evolve and scale with a rapidly changing lending landscape. Visit origins.com today. That's O-R-I-G-E-N-C-E dot com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.